Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. On this week's IGN UK podcast, your ears will burst with excitement. You'll have an eargasm. 13-year-old Eastern European. I've got no imagination. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast 103. And uh, as always, I'm Alex. Wouldn't it be nice if I was someone else for a chance? I'd like it. Every day I think that when I see yeah. you. Who would you like me to be? I'd like you to be a sexy lady. I'd like yeah. you to be Karen Gillan. Yeah, but with the mind of Alex. Yes, <laughs> really. That would be so hot. hot. A filthy mind, <laughs> a hot body. Oh yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'd like me to be that sometimes. Yeah, that's uh, the way I look at you already. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> these perverted, these perverted fuckers next to me is Chris Tilly. Hello, uh, Daniel Creeper. Hello, and uh, the filthy mind of Pedo Stew. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when Kezra and Tom go away for one yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> just all goes to rat shit. So yeah, uh, Tom is uh, sunning himself somewhere abroad. I don't know. He's Corfu. On is it Corfu? Yes. Bless you. <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. I know. Uh, and Keza is currently in Tokyo at the Tokyo Game Show, so writing about Japanese games and, and stuff. So uh, yeah, yes. look at her stuff on the site. It's interesting. Got a Jap's eye on the world. Yes. Oh. No, that's come out. Is that not right? No. Anyway. No. Anyway, so we're going to quickly touch on what we've been up to this week while they're doing what they're doing. Shut up, Stuart. Last week, obviously, we spoke about Rocksteady, that we went to see Batman, and the embargo has now been lifted. So I saw a bunch of stuff, including one of the Riddler rooms, which looks very exciting indeed and adds a kind of another dimension to the game. Uh, Daniel, you read my piece. Was it A, was the piece sparkling, and B, how excited are you about it, the game? It was sparkling indeed. Good, And right it made answer. me even more excited about the game. It does look sweet as. Um, but then the other thing that we stuck up on the site was uh, the man behind Harlequin. Because mm. it's not a red-hot lady in a little outfit. It's uh, a little oriental chap <laughs> with a bit of a swagger. He's <laughs> <laughs> a lady boy. Well, I don't know if he is a lady boy, but yeah. I don't think he's a lady well, he's boy. No, he's no. probably playing a lady. Oh, so yeah, that's making a lady boy. boy. I see. Mm, I don't know. Essentially but, yeah. a chick with a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm sure lots of teenagers uh, across the UK and across the world are probably... We have utterly stamped their... on a million wank fantasies, yeah, exactly. haven't we? Yeah. A bitch with balls. Sorry about that. Stop <laughs> it. It's all right. I've got plenty more in the bank. Good. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Batman. Uh, check if, it out on the site right now. It's a shame uh, Harley Quinn couldn't have been played by that girl who played her at the Batman Live show. She's pretty good. Yeah, she had the voice down anyway. Mm. Annoying. Yeah. Was she hot? It's hard to tell from a distance. Uh, yeah. Probably Quite far away. Yeah. Good bodies they all had anyway because mm. they're all gymnasts. Right. Yeah. Mm, gymnasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean like Nadia Comaneci? Yeah, 13-year-old year Romanian Russians girl. 13-year-old <laughs> Eastern European. Anyway, anyway, let's stop. Uh, Chris, it says down here that you've been entertaining Americans as well, like by throwing them burgers or stuff like that? I have. Uh, no, that's a terrible thing. We've had two of my American guys over. This is the most racist podcast we've ever done <laughs> yeah. so far, isn't it? Uh, we had Chris Carl and Eric Moreau from the US office, and Chris got here, and the first thing I did was take him for a burger. Good work. Which I think is a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> to do really isn't it I didn't really think it through how quickly did he eat it he, he said I took him to Byron's yep. he ate the burger fast so yeah. we could go to the pub for a pint Yeah. and um, he said that the milkshake was one of the top three he'd ever had wow what about the burger he said the burger was good but he said the, the milkshake tasted like a chocolate pudding so and that, high that's, praise indeed. That's from a Yankee Doodle Dandy yeah what, was it just a milk was it a malty milkshake because I like the malted ones no just a standard milkshake yes Obviously not that standard if it's one of the best. One of the best. Had, yeah. I don't really like malty milkshakes. Do you not? No, mm. it's like like a proper just um, ice cream milkshake. I like a butterscotch malt. Do you? Mm. They Down do Ed's. Um, coffee ones in, what is it, Johnny Rockets or something in the US? Something like that. Mm. That's nice. Isn't Johnny Rockets Ed's Diner, but just the American version? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because yeah. it's called the same thing in, in um, Ireland as well. It's called, I think it's called Eddie Rockets in is Ireland. Is that where we went, it, Alex, when we were on our last night in San Francisco? 
Oh, yeah, maybe. I can't remember. We had that funny waiter. We had the funny waiter and even like weirder burger. I don't know, it was like the yeah. the big bumhole burger yeah, or something, big, I can't remember. It was all a big error. But yeah, they're over for a few days and we're talking exciting plans for the future and I think Eric will be coming into the podcast a bit later. He will yes. indeed to talk about, uh, well, it's the, the autumn preview of games and movies. Yeah, what, what exciting stuff we've got coming up in the next three months. Yeah, mm. so stay tuned for that. Very exciting. But first, shame on the people who work for IGN. Because last yep. week, as, as every week, we, we go through the charts. Uh, and I asked Keza to come up with her game predictions. And Chris, for you to come up with your movie predictions. Mm-hmm. You got them all wrong. You, you fared better than Keza. I, I did exactly the same as I did last year. I got one and last two. Last year or last week? Last week. Yes. I got one and two in the wrong order. And I got three wrong. Right. So pretty I'm badly consistent. Yeah. I'm consistent. Well, Keza only got one game out of the three right. Well, to be fair, we all questioned her on the Dead Island. So, so can you say what she predicted? So, and what she what was she it? predicted in this order? Resistance three coming in at number one, Deus Ex staying at number two or dropping to number two because it was number one last week. Sorry, uh, and then Driver San Francisco at number three. Actually, I tell a lie. She got Driver San Francisco right. That was at number three, mm-hmm. but straight in at number one. Dead Island. Of course. And she said it would be, I don't know, in somewhere in the top 10. So she's completely wrong on that. Uh, And then one thing that she didn't even factor in was Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. Oh. Which came straight in at number two with Resistance uh, uh, in at number four. So Wow. um, Resistance not done that well then? Well... Yeah, I, I don't know the exact sales figures on okay. this, but no, you would expect uh, a, a franchise of that kind it's of scale game. to come in single mm-hmm. platform higher than that. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, the good news that is that Zumba <laughs> Fitness has gone all the way down to number six. Thank fuck for that. Um, You've other, been playing a lot of that, Stu, recently. Zumba Fitness. Zumba. What is a Zumba? I don't know. I thought it was those little robotic vacuum cleaners. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You're asking, yeah. you're asking the wrong people, the curse. So what? Yeah. So it's just a fitness game. Yeah, I guess it's just like I'm trying to think of something else. Is Zumba not like, uh, like a, a, a kind of dance? Yeah, a hybrid keep fit African dance aerobics sort of thing. combined with aerobics. Yeah. I think that's the name of it because they have Zumba classes down at the gym. Ah, okay. So I think that's what it or is. Or is it something like, uh, like spinning? What's spinning? <laughs> well, that's where you get on a bike, right. and there's those specific bikes where they go really quick. And it's you're not spinning. Resistance. It's okay. more dance-related, I think. No, no, but I meant in terms of rather than it being... Oh, oh anyway, let's fucking yeah, stop talking about it. Yeah, who cares? Boring. Jesus, what have we done? Other new entries. Star Fox 64 3D on 3DS comes in at number nine. Nice. Not that bad. Mm-hmm. NHL 12. Ooh. In at number 11. And then Sega with Rise of Nightmares. They have had a nightmare. Straight in at number 25. Oops. Ooh. Only scored, I think we scored a, f- a four on IGN. It's a bit of a turd. A bit mm. of a stinking plop. So <laughs> Bad times. Is that our new metric? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Are we going by stool firmness now? Yeah. Right. What's good? Surely a, a, a firmer stool is better than but the not loose. too fair. No, because that would be eye-watering. <laughs> well, yeah, a splitter. <laughs> <laughs> you want a combo. You want a combo. Yeah, Yeah, but you also one want, each. You want, you want <laughs> any You want an easy wipe, don't you? I'll have one from the top, three from the middle, and three from the bottom. Nothing more ten frustrating. Out ten. ten out of ten, no wipe. Yeah, a phantom. This is Yeah, yeah. You just Brilliant. pinch and it's clean as a baby's wing. Anyway. Just one piece of sweet corn and you're done. So uh, we've got uh, Sad Dan giving his predictions on next week's charts coming up later in the show. Why? Exciting times. Why uh, not? And I think we should get Eric as well to do the movie predictions. <laughs> oh, are you bottling it? No, but right. he's the one I got the idea from because he does it on the US right. podcast. So. We will put uh, Mr. Eric Morrow under the spot. You can have mine as well. At the end of, at the, end of the podcast. So moving on to movies. So yeah, you didn't do quite so well. No. You did okay. So you predicted Friends with Benefits in at number one, yep. followed by Inbetweeners, yep. followed by Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, again, you got two of them right, but in the wrong order. Yep. So Inbetweeners stays at number, number one. one. Wow. 40 million quid. Couldn't have called wow. it. I probably could have, but I didn't. It's just, right. I thought the star power of uh, Timberlake would have would have rocketed him to number one, especially as that film seems to have been everywhere in the last mm. week. But it, it was relatively close. It was yeah. so there's about well, there's two hundred grand splitting um, number one and number two, which is you know that's pretty good. And then um, in at number three, oh so yeah, Friends with Benefits in at number two, and then Jane Eyre came in at uh, number three. Yeah, I don't think I gave the British public enough credit. No, no, I thought people wouldn't bother seeing Jane Eyre. 
Uh, one of my friends on you Twitter. You should have aired on the side of caution. Yes, you should have done. Mm. Uh, nice. <clears throat> one of my friends, his criticism of the film was that uh, it's nothing new. And one of my other friends replied saying, well, it's a book that's 130 years old. Of course, it's nothing new. It's mm. like, yeah, you kind of walked into that. Why I thought they could have done more with the supernatural element, which I really like from the book. Why do you think right. it's done so well? Do you think it's Fassbender? Or is it the sort of lots of girls costume drama? My missus loves that shit. She's so excited about Downton Abbey. So am I. I can't wait. Really? Oh God. I love it. Did you see the first series? It's really good. I want to see. I do want to see it. Yeah. It's not my bag at all. No. No. Hmm. I'll be playing video games while she watches it. Please just shooting people in there. Yeah. Sorry, I got it wrong again. That's all right. Trying. I'm just not very good at this. Well, let's get a real expert in. Let's get Eric to do it later. Let's get Eric. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, again, uh, readers, uh, how well did you do? Did any of our readers get it right? You're supposed to check that. I don't know. Come on, Creeper. I didn't check it. You're in charge of the charts. Yeah. 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 I've got the charts here. I'm not in charge of our users. Readers, yeah, yeah. actually, that's, this pro- that's this probably Tom's job. God yeah, damn, let's give Tom, Tom a record cool yeah, food. Let's phone yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah. He'll know. Well, anyway, uh, uh, listeners, if you got uh, the predictions right, well, well done. You're better than the people who if work for If you got the IGN. predictions right, tell us, because we can't be bothered to check. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we will be uh, coming up with our predictions I'll for check. this week uh, at the end of the podcast. And, of course, we'll be throwing it open to you. And I promise, because Tom, Tom will be back next week. We will check. So, anyway, moving on, and uh, it's over to the news. Who's up first? Me. You are. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's just it's the Alex Simmons show. Can I just say? You by would the love way, that, wouldn't you? The Alex. Simmons no, I wouldn't. Show. I, yes, you God, would. I can't stand my own voice. Yeah. Can I just say um, that Three. obviously uh, after last week's uh, podcast, oh jingles. Um, I've been working on some jingles. Have you? Uh, and they're not ready for airing at the moment, but they will be, hopefully, for next week's podcast. So what, so. Why'd you bring it up now, then? Because I'm so fucking excited about doing them. Mm. I've done one mm. for Listen to FU. Step that bit, Stu. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> but uh, anyway, your it's ears... expletives today. Your ears will burst with excitement when it happens. You'll have an eargasm. Yeah. What's that? It's when I jizz in your little lubes. Tell us about the Vita <laughs> information, yeah. So Alex. Tokyo Game Show, as you know, is happening right now. Uh, and Sony had a press conference and spoke about lots of things for Vita. So first up, they've announced a release date in Japan, December 17th. Ooh, what, so, this year? This year. Blimey. Yep. Uh, so they're cutting it fine. If you want it in your, in your stocking for yeah. Christmas, didn't give you long. That's like saving. Yep. Mm. Uh, secondly... Um, they've said that it will the the three because there's two versions, 3G and wireless. The uh, 3G one will come with prepaid 3G data, if that makes sense. Mm. So if you buy uh, well, 20 hours worth, that will cost you the equivalent of eight pounds, but that's yen. So I'm sure that by the time it comes to the UK, it'd be like 15 quid or something like that at least. Uh, if you want 100 hours worth, it costs you 41 quid. So but I don't really 100 hours. I don't know if that's. I guess if you're playing games online, that's um, it's probably not that much. I suppose, no. I suppose it's quite a lot. I like the Amazon Kindle method where they you just get they just yeah. get lifetime. You just get yeah. a lifetime supply. Why? Um, unfortunately, no details on Western launches. Boo-hoo. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get an import to play with? Uh, I'm sure we will get a Japanese one from Sony. Yes. Cool. Um, have they said whether it's going to be a phone yet? Because that's the rumor. I. <laughs> It just seems an odd. I know, I know, it's a rumor, and someone here swears on the, their life it's going to happen. My opinion is that I can't imagine it will. You, of course, you'll be able to use it through uh, Skype and shit like that. I have no doubt. But who's going to use that as a phone? It's massive, even bigger than the uh, Engage. But anyway, they also announced some games. Um, there's a remake of Final Fantasy X coming. Is that exciting? Not yeah. for me. Not a big Final Fantasy fan. I also don't think it's the best Final Fantasy either. But it's the 10th anniversary, so they're remaking it for Vita and PS3. Uh, Metal Gear Solid HD Edition is confirmed for Vita. You'll enjoy that, won't you? Uh, but again, a, ga- a bunch of games I've already played. Yeah. Give us a new one. I'd rather mm. have a new one. Made specifically for Vita, for Vita using all of the kind of nice touchpad controls and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, imagine if you were playing Snake and, like, Obviously, you get their attention by knocking on walls, and you just did that by tapping on the back. Yeah. That'd be sweet. That would be cool. Or if he gets upset, you could just tickle his bum. Yeah. Be good, wouldn't it? You never do that when I get upset. <laughs> 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 also, uh, from Konami, Zone of the end Zone of the Endies? Zone, <laughs> Zone of the Enders HD collection has been confirmed, which will contain both uh, Zone of the Enders 1 and 2, uh, and there will be 26 games for launch in Japan. 
Hmm. With 100 games available by next March. Okay, cool. That's well, it. That, that was the big problem with the PSP. There just wasn't enough software. No. So it almost seems they're trying to correct that wrong this time around with yeah. the Vita. Just so many games. Yeah, that's 26 is quite a lot. But the thing is, is how many of those will, will you actually good? want? Yeah. yeah. Uncharted. I definitely, definitely want to kind of. Which play Uncharted that. is it? It's a new one for Vita. Just oh right, so yeah. it's not, it won't even be anything to do with Uncharted Three. I think the last I heard, it's it takes place between between Uncharted One and Two. I think that's right. Yeah, it's, it's made by another developer. Yeah, mm, which is okay. great, and that's what I loved about the God of War games on PSP is that it fitted into the kind of God of War uh, universe, but was completely new adventure. Right, for that console. So that's exciting. Um, but apart from that. I know. That's the one game I'm really looking forward to on Vita. Little Big Planet? Resistance? I, do you know what? I, I've never really kind of got Little Big Planet. Yeah. I, I know that Keza loves it. Um, but she, I, I'm of the opinion if I buy a game, then I expect someone to build the Make levels it for me. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, it's like, well, hang on a minute. I could have done that. You're not a big fan of Lego as a child. No, no I love Lego. <laughs> but, you know, someone gave me some instructions, not just a, That's true. a toy box. And it's like, here's some things, do it. And I was like, oh, I've got no imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not like building your own things out of Lego then? You just nah. wanted to build what it was on the box. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Vita News. Um, some more news about handhelds coming out of Japan. This time it's the 3DS. And that weird little 3DS slide pad extension expansion kit thing is real. And we've got a price for it. It's going to cost 1500 yen, which is about 15 to 20 dollars, and ultimately that's about 12 pounds. But using 15 exchange. to 20 yeah. pounds, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the same as the American yeah. um, rate. And it requires a AAA battery to work. And it will come with one. <laughs> Ooh, which is nice. Of On Nintendo, you're Lovely. spoiling us. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's going to be supported by quite a few titles, actually. It's going to be supported by Monster Hunter 3G, Resident Evil Revelations, Metal Gear, Snake Eater 3D. Um, so yeah, what do you think of that? I think the ironic thing is, is that the AAA battery will last way longer than the battery <laughs> that comes with the 3DS. Uh, I mean, come on, guys, cards on the table now. Is is the 3DS a massive fuck up, and are they just desperately trying to correct it? I was reading a magazine the other day, and I read a fact that I didn't know that the original DS was Nintendo's biggest hardware flop, mm. and they kind of rallied and managed to salvage something yeah. from that with the light and every subsequent iteration. Yeah. So maybe they're thinking they can do that with the 3DS that it isn't lost yet. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I think you just have to wait till the new games come out. Two Mario titles are hitting exactly. by the end of the year. Yeah. That, that will do That'll really, sell really it for well. Christmas combined yeah. with the price drop. Yeah. Mm. It's the same as everything, is that um, you always get burnt a little bit if you're an early adopter. Yeah. Um, but I think it's got interesting stuff. The battery life still screws it for me. Because I'm not the sort of person who always plugs it in or leaves it on the cradle. And so whenever I come around to use it, it's dead as a dodo. It's a pity they couldn't have done something with this new add-on that adds a bit of an extra battery. Yeah, buff, that's it? why. Well, obviously we mentioned that in last week's mm. podcast, and we we're hoping, but no, AAA battery. Yeah, AAA battery, and a few other little bits of 3DS news. Um, there's going to be a software update in November that will allow you to use it as a 3D video camera. Uh, okay, so as well as taking photos, Fo static photos, you'll be able to shoot video on it, 3D video. But the cameras are fairly low res, so I don't yeah. know. How yeah, useful or appealing that is, but still, it's not I don't a cheap think, 3D video camera. Yeah, it's not yeah. for us, is it? But I'm sure kids will enjoy doing it. So, and and then one last bit of news: um, out on the 30th of September in Europe, you can get a red 3DS. Isn't that exciting? That saved it, then, isn't it? That saved it. Well, kids love red. Yes, yeah. they do. It's the color of Mario. Red or black? Yeah, or red. Cyan. Black. I'd go with red. No, you've lost oh. a million pounds. <laughs> That was okay. a shit TV show, wasn't it? <laughs> it still is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, that's 3DS Roundup. Chris? I was writing up news this week, and all the bloody stuff that was coming in was about remakes. It's been a bit annoying, really. It feels like it's been like that for a long time. And we've done, a, we've done a feature on it as well. But yeah, this week uh, they've announced that they're doing a remake of Point Break. Whoa! Which no. is a, a film that wasn't screaming out for a remake. That is a good film. This new version will centre around a world of international extreme sports and similar to the original involve an undercover FBI agent infiltrating a criminal ring. Will they <laughs> <laughs> just have new president masks? Just have Obama and Clinton? Is that how they're going to update <laughs> yeah. it? 
And there's an awful quote from one of the producers. He says, Point Break wasn't just a film. It was a Zen meditation on testosterone-fueled action and manhood in the late 20th century. Cork. And we hope to create the same for the young 21st. I'm pretty sure it was a film as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something I'm not excited about. They found a director to do the Highlander remake. <sighs> Brilliant. J.J. Um, Abrams has been signed up for Star Trek 2. I saw that. Yeah. That's not totally really separate a, to what I we're talking about. about. <laughs> I just think that's quite interesting. <laughs> Can I carry on? Yes, you may. The point I was going to make. Yeah. Um, so we did a feature this week about all the films that are in production or pre-production are remakes, and it's really messed up. Straw Dogs, Total Recall, Old Boy, The oh. Crow, Evil Dead, RoboCop, The Toxic Avenger. Yeah, maybe they can do that. <laughs> the Warriors, The Wild Bunch. Whoa, what? what? Why are they remaking good films? Escape from New York, and obviously the one that's coming out soon, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. All utterly <laughs> pointless. What? Oh no, hang on. What? Wasn't there a film of that not very long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Foreign. Like Sweet. That's why this is foreign. in my remake. remake. Foreign. After, so after reading. You no, know, but like really, really soon. Uh, like yeah, it was about within two, the last two or three years ago. They're, yeah. re it, they're okay. remaking The Wild Bunch. Mm. Yes. Holy crap. Tony Scott's picked up the rights to The Warriors and The Wild Bunch. Right. What do you think the most sacrilegious film to remake would be? Citizen Kane. It's happening with Danny Dyer. Citizen <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Back in Rosebud. <laughs> I'm always scared they're gonna they're gonna remake um It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Oh, imagine if they remade Blade Runner. They're doing uh, a sequel. Yeah, but mm. So yeah, it's just pretty grim what's coming up on the horizon. It shows an absolute dearth of imagination, doesn't it? Yeah. Why why can't they just go and I mean, you know, even even if they say, All right, look. We like we like Point Break. Let's go make a film that's a bit like Point Break, yeah. and just call it something else. Breakpoint. Yeah, brilliant. With Jim Jim Davison. Why Jim Davison? John Virgo. <laughs> Big Break. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jim Davison has to infiltrate a snooker hole <laughs> in Sheffield. <laughs> See, it's that, a winner. That, that's let's good. pitch it. Let's write a treatment. Let's do it. John John Parrott's the bad guy. <laughs> um, it's like, got me thinking though I was thinking uh, that we've got we've done a feature on upcoming remakes no one asked for I was thinking of doing a feature on films that we'd like to see remade mm. is that valid? Uh, I'm trying to think of some mm. anyway this is essentially dead air <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll go That's away your <laughs> really good thanks for springing that on us I'll go away and think about it and yeah. uh, we'll come back with a feature in a couple of weeks okay cool good times Nice. Superman news. Yes. <laughs> Bond 23. Three. Three hasn't got a name yet, but uh, it's going to start shooting in Istanbul, not Constantinople. Shooting is going to start in the next few months. Uh, Peter Morgan, who has written uh, Bond 23, or wrote one of the early drafts, yes. uh, apparently claims that his big hook the big kind of uh, fulcrum that the whole story is going to hang off has remained into the latest draft. I really like it Pieces. if it was just a big hook. That would be and great. That was the new gadget. Yeah. Yeah. You go to CQ because they reintroduced Q as a reboot and then you just go, oh, we've got a big hook. That's it. <laughs> Even better, it would be Dr. Hook coming on stage, doing a couple of numbers and then buggering off. Wow. So uh, he said, uh, Peter Morgan said, uh, I hear that an idea, the central idea is still there, but not one similar thing other than that. I think they've still kept the big hook, which I'm not going to tell you. Well, he's just told us it's a big hook. Um, and Benedict Cumberbatch, who's back on our screen soon as Sherlock, has also said he would jump at the chance to play 007 in a future film. Well, well who wouldn't? Which actor mm. wouldn't jump at the chance? And, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't think he's really no, he's material, not right is he? You know? no. No, no. Is there any news in that, though? I'm trying to... Cumberbatch wants to be in it, yeah. Peter Morgan says... There's a big hook. They're There's using a, a script. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's going on in India? Wasn't there some trouble in India where they couldn't shoot there or that it was too dangerous, the stuff that was they were going to shoot on a train and, and the Indian authorities were getting up in arms about it. Blank faces all around. Well, I think one of the problems was because it's that th they want to shoot in a lot of kind of tourist locations and these are all fundamental, very poor countries that the, the governments are saying, look, really, guys, you want to stop us earning all this money from tourism while you're shutting everything down and, and, and shooting around here? Bulls, yes. There's going to Essentially, be a yes, we do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's going to be a Bond film shot there. And the worst, one of the worst kept secrets is the rumour that, of course, Adele is doing the theme tune for Bond yeah. 23. Oh. Yeah, I saw her say no to that on, on Jonathan Ross and everyone reported it as her saying yes. No, she she said, no, didn't she say she was going into the studio in November to record she, a theme? To record a theme. And then yeah. Jonathan, and Jonathan Ross said, started singing the Bond theme and she went, no, it's not that. Yeah, well, she would say that, wouldn't she? Yeah. she just said, she, everyone reported it as yeah. her saying yes. Yeah. And she, she said she, she hasn't said, written a song since her last album. 
Yeah, so maybe she's not right. Maybe, yet. yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Or maybe she's going to use one of her old songs. Let's mm. rehash it. Who do we wa- who would we want to see write the theme tune, sing the theme tune? Don't they, don't Alex. say Dennis Waterman. <laughs> Adele. Alex on iPad. Adele. I could do it. You could yeah. jingle. Do one for next week. Um, no, Jesus, look, I'm not that advanced. <laughs> Maybe for six months. The last time we discussed this on the podcast, I said Amy Winehouse. Now I don't. That's going to happen. Anymore. No. Mm, no, no. I was but, thinking uh, Michael get Jackson. Get to do it. Get Mitch Winehouse to do it. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting enough attention right now. Um, we, I remember we talked about Muse. Quite like yeah, to see Muse yeah, do a really big yeah. bombastic. That's what it needs. That's what's been missing from the last couple. Is a big bombastic one. White Adele would be cool. Adele would be cool. Yeah, did, White so over which her, one? did White Stripes do or Jack White? It was Jack White and oh, Chris was Cornell. Bird? Was it? Was that Quantum of Solace? Yeah, that was, was a rubbish. Was Adam and Joe's was better for that. The Adam and Joe Quantum of Solace themes. I can't remember who the woman was who who sang because it was Jack White playing the playing all the instruments. Oh, it was um, Alicia Keys. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's mm. a forgettable tune. Yeah. yeah, the last couple have been forgettable. What was the last really good Bond tune, Bond theme? Uh, it was A View to a Kill, Duran Duran. Yeah, it was brilliant. That was good. That was the last good one. Yeah. Goldeneye was all right. Goldeneye was okay. Yeah. Last Kill was all right. Goldeneye. Do you not like Cena Royale? Which one was that? Ugh. That was the Chris Cornell one, wasn't it? No, I didn't David like Arnold wrote it, did he? Yeah. yeah it I, can't, I can't remember the actual tune. The but... worst one, that fucking Madonna one. Mm. Uh, yeah, but the oh. film was toilet as well. It was, wasn't it? Another day. That's right, oh, yeah. Day. Just like that. <laughs> You're going to do it at karaoke next time. <laughs> we should do the Bond theme. Simple as that. Yeah. Oh, that's an idea. We'd have a year to, year and a bit to prepare. Okay. Yeah. Like, version, yeah. I know nothing about music, so I'm sure I can learn. As long as Adam and Joe aren't on air, because they kind of did that on their song wars, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, fuck that. We're better than them. Yeah. Who are they anyway? And we've got Garage Band. You've got me. Yeah. And we'll get Kilby to sing it. Brilliant, brilliant, <laughs> and Should do all those sexy silhouettes. silhouettes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll definitely, definitely do an opening credit sequence as well. We can do that. We'll do that. We've got a year to do that. Yeah, we'll still be trying to do it five minutes before the release of the film, won't we? Absolutely. We'll Stu, all about Stu, it. put it on the Google Doc. Yeah. Good call. Planning. Right. Well, that's it for news. <laughs> was there any news in there? I think there was. <laughs> news. There was news. News. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's back to trailer of the week. Trailer, trailer of, of the, the week. week. Trailer of the week. That's, do you know what? That's the one jingle I haven't thought about so far. I'm going to think of that. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, this week, uh, the trailer. I think, I think Woodwind for trailer of the week. Do you think? Yeah. Clarinet. An oboe. Let's just wait. Let's wait. <laughs> Or a tuba. Can we have something with a tuba? Anyway. Are you doing it or am I doing it? Do your own jingles. Okay, I will. Battle of the jingles. Let's all do our own jingles then. Yeah. Okay. 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 And people can I pick guarantee, the winners. I guarantee in a week's time, I'm the only person that's done them. That's because Ooh. we've all got fucking work to do. I do it at home. <laughs> I neglect my child <laughs> to come up with a, 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 a jingle. <laughs> anyway, appreciate it. Anyway, trailer of the week. Uh, this week we're going to look at Human Centipede. I know that you've been on about it for ages, Tilly. So we're finally yeah, going to look of. at it. I'm not even that into it. It just seems like it's something that keeps coming up. And also, uh, regular podcast listeners will know that it's got heritage with us. So yeah, you you ready? Yes, let's have it. I'm ready. Let's have it. Let's do it. Let's I can't see. Move over there. <laughs> Is this a perverted film you've been talking about? Now, I'll be honest, yeah. I quite like the look of Martin. I think he looks like a sweet, cuddly little fella. I think it's funny that the the, the main mental guy is called Martin. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one of those characters from Fear or a game like that, doesn't he? Do you know what I think? Yeah, yeah. Or Left for Dead. Yeah, yeah. I still don't get it though. Are they? Sh- it's in black and white. Are they, have they shot it in black? Yeah, and white? They might have done. He won't tell me anything about it. <gasps> and um, you're his mate, busy mate. Our mate of the show. Yeah, he wouldn't let me go on set. They were trying to keep everything secret about it. But it's it's shot and set in London with yeah. an all English cast, and I believe that the 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 general premise is is around someone who in the in the universe of the sequel the first film exists and he watches the first film and gets off on it mm-hmm. and it gives him ideas as we all did. That's yes, quite interesting. Yeah. I think that's quite good. Quite premise. clever, that, yeah. And I think the trailer is quite tongue in cheek. Yeah, of course. The whole thing. Yeah, I know. I think people I mean, are taking it way too seriously. Literally, literally tongue in cheek is a word you should be using. <laughs> 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 it helps. <laughs> uh, I'm at the front. 
What do you oh, guys think? What do you guys think? Oh, they look, they look quite fun. I never, ever, ever want to see a film like that. No. Why? I don't see the point in dirtying my eyeballs. Because <laughs> it's sexy. It's not. There's nothing appealing about that film. Talking about the first film, and the, yeah, obviously the second one's still banned at the moment in yep. the UK by the BBFC, it triggered quite a good debate at our most recent meet and greet, didn't it, Stu? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did, yes. Good to see you listen to the podcast, Chris. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it wasn't as good as your failed joke. That was still my favourite book last week. My Jan, Jan Hammer, Hammer. <laughs> Harold Fultemeyer mix-up. Booby. will yeah. be with me to the grave. So, but you're going to see Human Centipede a week. Yeah, in a week's time, I would have seen it. Right. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so. are, are you looking forward to it? Um, not really. I didn't really enjoy the first <laughs> film. It's not really my scene at all, to be honest. Even though we talk about it a lot. Yeah. I think it's funny as a concept, but as a film, I wasn't a massive fan. So what? Because it wasn't a particularly good film, or just because it's it just was particularly unpleasant. well made? Right. And yeah, I like you. I didn't. There wasn't much that appealed to me about it. No. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, especially I'm going to be watching it in Austin and Tom Six is going to be there and then I'm going to obviously have to chat with him afterwards and yeah. put my review on the side. Mm. So yeah. that'll be interesting. But um, yeah, I think by next weekend we'll have a review up and also I'll be doing an interview with him to talk about where, where it's at with the BBFC and whether our listeners will ever get to see it. Do you like? I don't really understand horror. So do people like like really, really gross horror films just because they're really, really gross or do they actually think, you know, this is a particularly well-made film or... I think you've all got different kinds of fans, really. Some right. people just want the gross stuff, the right. torture porn. But even some of the gross stuff is well shot. Mum and Dad is, is a particularly well shot film which is absolutely, you know, vile to watch. Yeah, mm. I, I think I think Saw and Hostel, the first films are both really well shot and really mm. well made as well. Mm. I mean, they become derivative when you get to part seven or yeah, whatever. Of course, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Human Centipede, I'd like to know what our uh, listeners think of, of that trailer. What do you think of horror films, Daniel? Oh, we, I, I was quite a big horror fan. Sorry, all my change just fell out of my pocket. Yeah. I'm not going to draw attention I to it. I thought it was Don't. your metal balls. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do have metal balls. Um, I was a big fan of horror growing up. I still am. And I used to watch a lot of horror films as a kid. What? Yeah. What kind of parents are your mum and dad? Yeah, I was a reckless father who thought I could take it and... I watched Alien when I was about 12, 13. Mm -hmm. I watched Alien I know that's kind of yeah. suspect, but I think my father knew I had a very well, had a grip of reality and okay. I wasn't gonna, it wasn't going to keep me up all night. And Have you ever watched the TV show Dexter? Because yes. your dad is sounding a bit like his dad right yeah. now. No one else can see my dad though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, he's here. <laughs> but um, and from a young age, there was this code that he tried to impart. And uh, how, is a, your, how is your dark passenger? <laughs> my dark passenger? <laughs> what, poo? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh no. sorry, I, I thought it was the theme for today's podcast. Well, I think sorry. it probably is, yeah. When, when, when Daniel came in for his, his job interview, the fact that he kept talking about horror made me like him a lot no, Halloween is still one of my favourite films ever I think it's such an incredible movie it's so powerful and just the story behind it That and speaking of the in-betweeners Halloween was shot for no money whatsoever and it just became one of the biggest smashes of all time yeah uh, just to take back to something last week is it true that you carried around a copy of Beetlejuice in yes. your bag all the time yes is that the care to tell you about yeah, that? yeah. yeah. she told yeah. The, the nation I yeah just tell you I like I recorded it off ITV and edited out the adverts by pressing pause why did you carry it around with you just I love that you know as a kid you become really obsessive about certain films really certain obsessive or really obsessive. TV shows really obsessive <laughs> um, about certain TV shows or certain mm. movies or certain yeah. games mm. and that was just it I just wasn't a particularly morbid child or anything. I, I don't just, just I don't understand why you carried it around with you. No, because my parents didn't like me and they used to palm me off on different people and I wanted something that, like that the would hobo. give me a sense of continuity in my young life. If I was staying at my grandma's or my yeah. uncle and aunties, I would take it with me so I'd watch it. Oh, so you didn't have it on you all the time when you no, went to school? That's how Keza painted it. I didn't have it in my trousers. Just like, right. <laughs> no, if I went to relatives, I went to my grandma's before and after school, I would take it in my backpack. I think so we should watch search it. him now, see if he's got a digital copy of it. <laughs> yeah, person. I've got it on a thumb drive. <laughs> nice. I just is, always it, need is, it. is it the same copy with the adverts cut yeah, out from if ITV? I, if I don't have an MP4 of Beetlejuice on me at any time, I start crying. Did you used to cut the adverts out when you taped stuff? Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, oh, thank you. I don't think anyone do that. that. No, Did I don't do that? Yeah. No, when I, I was old enough to re- work out how to do it, mm. I've still got like Star Wars from 82 with all the adverts. It's quite it. nice to have those old adverts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the the, the um, smash, mash robots, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But no, once, as soon as you're old enough, who wants, who wants adverts? They're not, right. they're not really smash robots. Apparently they're Martians. Yeah. And what I never got as a kid, I used to go to toy shops and used to buy action figures. But the action figures were skewed for a way older demographic. So I used to buy it as a kid. I used to have Predator figures, um, Alien, Mm. Beetlejuice when Mm. I was like a 10-year-old kid. But they were in kids' toy shops, not like places like Forbidden Planet. Yeah. And it's just weird that those Mm. were the toys I was buying. So then I wanted to see those movies. Right, Mm. right. Sick fucks at my Sick fucks. God damn them. Uh, anyway, anyway going, how, did, yeah. how did Human Centipede get to that? Uh, I don't know, but we did uh, open it up to listeners. So, yeah, check out the trailer and let us know what you think because we'll pop it on the podcast or you can email us at com, or Twitter, twitter.com slash IGNUK and facebook.com team IGNUK. Mm. Next up, it's the talking point. Okay, so this week for the talking point, we have a very special guest with us. Well, reasonably special, I would say. Well, wow. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Well, I fly 12 hours and that's the kind of greeting I get. <laughs> to be fair, that's good for us. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Eric Murray with us. Hello. Hello. Oh. Thanks for having me, guys. Eric, would you like to tell our lovely listeners a little bit about who you are? I am uh, Chris Tilly, but in America. Nice. In the United States. Nice. <laughs> a much sexier version of it. Hey, oh. thank you very much. <laughs> Better thank dressed, much. certainly. Uh, I oversee our movies, TV, DVD, and Blu-ray content on the U.S. side of things. So, And what is your favorite movie of all time? Star Wars. A New mm-hmm. Hope. Yeah. Oh. I call it Star Wars, but I know now it's episode one, four, dot, yeah. A New Hope, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And have you already purchased the Blu-rays? Uh, I have not. They have not come out in the States yet until of course, the 16th. Uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Friday. I was going to say, otherwise you could have bought them here and then taken them back. Yeah, exactly. And when, when you get them, sorry, we're digressing a little bit, but yeah. I've been getting lots of tweets about this and it's the question that seems to be going around. Will you watch them one to six or three to six and then one to three? I go, I'll go three to six, one to three. High yeah. five on yeah. that. <laughs> Everyone that's asked me that question on Twitter, I've just said, just don't bother getting the prequels. Just get... Yeah, I definitely think that's the yeah. way to do it. But if I did it that way, I might not bother with the prequels. Right. Yeah. But, so right. why buy them? Yeah. I will say this though: we have an unboxing of the set on on the site right now. Oh yeah. And there's a shot in the box of it's a drawn, I guess, concept art Boba yeah. Fett riding a dewback. Oh, wow. it is very awesome. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Mm. Check it out. That sounds great. <laughs> That's the spin-off You don't movie. know what a do-back is, do you? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> do you? Yeah. You don't, do you? It's a big creature. Yeah, but oh, wow. which one? Which one, exactly? <laughs> I don't know, the big <laughs> what creature. A Go on, you say it, It's the dinosaur-y thing from um, A New Hope. Exactly. That the, the lizard thing. Ride. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Oh, <laughs> Should we talk about movies? Let's yes, let's. Okay, well, I don't know what to call this. Do we call this the uh, full movie preview or the autumn movie preview? The autumn movie preview. Autumn awesome movie yeah. preview. I like is it. That, is that a phrase that's commonly used in the US, autumn? Uh, not commonly used, but right. it is used. I mean, it, when okay. I grew up in school, that's how. So people would know what you to. were talking about. Yeah, right. there you go. So the next three months, we've got a bunch of movies and games coming out. Um, we'll kick off with the movies. Yeah. Is there anything you're excited about that's coming up, Eric? <laughs> we were we were chatting about this a little, uh, yeah. a little earlier. It's a it's kind of a dry fall. Uh, really? Or, yeah. I'm. I'm. We've got a rough three months coming up yeah. on the site to figure out what to talk about and what to cover. There's loads of good games. Well, no, this is it. This yeah. is it. It's, I think it's, it's, it's slow for games and, and good for movies. So what are you looking forward to seeing? Probably, uh, probably films towards the end <laughs> of the autumn. Um, some of the animated stuff like um, Puss in Boots looks good. Uh, Hugo looks good. Uh, yeah. It's not animated, but it's more of a kind of family fair. The Scorsese 3D one. You're, you're looking forward to that, aren't you, Stu? Uh, Muppets. Of course, Stu's not got his headset on, so he can't speak. saying nodding violently. <laughs> uh, the Muppets is another one, just because I was a huge fan of the Muppet Show growing up. So, yeah. yeah, I'm super excited about the Muppet movie, and it, it is uh, um, puppets or Muppets rather than CG. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's going to be an old school Good. musical like like the uh, original movies, right? Daniel, what what are you looking forward to? Um, Mission Impossible Four. Okay. Um, we had we had a chat the other night. We had a meet and greet, and I was speaking with Stu, who can't speak at the moment, um, to one of our readers who isn't looking forward to that because he really didn't like Mission Impossible Three. Mm. His favorite of the Mission Impossible films is Mission Impossible Two. 
Oh, interesting. Which Stu said is like saying Die Hard 2 is your favourite Die Hard movie. Because mm. mm. I'm, I'm a big fan of the first one. I quite like J.J. Abrams' Mission yeah. Impossible 3. I think it's a perfectly decent was good. action yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. So when I saw the trailer for that, I also think Brad Bird's an interesting director to choose for an action movie. Um, yeah, Ghost Protocol. It will be interesting to see what he does with it. Yeah. Brad Bird. Definitely. Those films you, lost me after the first one really? when they made Mr. Phelps, spoiler alert, but when <laughs> they made Mr. Phelps the, the villain yeah. of the piece, yeah. I was done. I was out. Yeah, because right. yeah, I, I used to, during summer holidays, I used to watch the TV show on channel, they used to show it on Channel 4 really right. early mornings. So I got a little bit of that feeling, but I know people who grew up with that TV show. I just hate that yeah. twist. Okay, I, I had no history with it whatsoever, so it didn't bother me in the slightest. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited about Happy Feet too. Is that weird? Yes. It's a bit weird. I haven't I really seen the original. You don't really? have a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. liked Happy Feet. I thought it was really unusual, interesting cartoon. Or I'll shut up about that. Yes. Uh, Drive is out in the next couple of weeks in the UK and the US, and that is friggin' awesome. I've been going on about that, but I hope everyone gets a chance yeah. to see that one. War- Warrior as well. Oh, yeah. That, yeah that's come out in the States. I, I love that. I saw that a few months ago. Yeah. I, I thought it was great fun. It's a really great movie. And talking about films that might not work, I think there's a big question mark hanging over The Thing. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been told it's going to be good, but like a Thing prequel, mm. does the world need that? I mean, no. And I don't I don't know if it's so much of a prequel as a remake. It's, it's one of those weird combinations of, technically it tells the story leading up to the original John Carpenter thing. Yeah. However, it's the exact same story, basically. Right. So... In a lot of ways, it's a remake, so we don't need a remake of that we don't. classic film. And the film I really couldn't be less interested in is The Three Musketeers. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yes. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. The, well, that kind of got commissioned on the back of the success of Sherlock Holmes in a way, didn't it? Like, just like we can do this with another, we can Sherlock Holmes another literary yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not excited about yeah. that film what, What's the big Christmas movie coming up then? It's, I mean, yeah, because Mission Impossible is Christmas, Tintin, yeah. Tintin is Christmas. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think that, that that could be a big fail as well. Do you think? I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen, yeah. I mean, we were just talking about what, what we think could bomb, and it's I don't know. It's got some amazing talent working on it. And a lot of money been pumped into yeah, it, but yeah. I mean, what's what's the knowledge of Tintin like in the States, Eric? It, none. There is no knowledge. I mean, right. I mean that was when we were at Comic-Con uh, in San Diego back in July, uh, that was the question that just kept getting asked of Spielberg and, and Jackson, like you know, well, particularly of Spielberg, I guess. Yeah, it was like, yeah. well, what was your connection to this? Because we have no knowledge of, of right. the franchise. I know it's very big uh, well, in Europe, right? It's popular. What about, here? What about yeah. you guys? Did you grow up reading Tintin? I, I didn't. I no. didn't. No. He just looked like an annoying little twit to me. Yeah, sad Dan. So loves have, Tintin, but, but yeah. Dan, I think, came to Tintin via the cartoons, I think, right? And then read some of the books. So I don't think the books are. I'm sure there's pockets of people who sort of really, really love those books, but it's not. But, it's not but do you think it matters as long as it's a good film? No, exactly. So, I mean, it's just launching yeah. a, and like launching any new character yeah. or, new, or new thing. But I don't know. I just haven't really liked the trailers. I've, I've I've watched some of the old movies because Dan's lent them to me. I've not really enjoyed them so much. Mm. So maybe I'm just the wrong. I, don't know, I thought the trailer looked all right. Um, I, I'm quite interested to see it. Mm. I think you know. I just like what Spielberg does. So. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. The studio has a lot of hopes on it. They think yeah. it's going to be a big thing, but, yeah. you know. It's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Part two's coming out next year. <laughs> I think oh, is it? They've co-directed right. it. Is, yes. that, is that the official yeah. line? Yeah. yeah. Spielberg's taking the lead on the first okay. one. Jack's on the second one, but they both, every day um, over Skype, they've been okay. co-directing scenes. Right. Unusual. So that's the movie preview. What's happening on the game front, Alex? Well, there's a ton of games coming out, uh, starting from, well, next week, really. So Gears of War 3 comes out next week, which is, you know, if you're in an Xbox, you're bound to pick that up. And uh, I don't know, it looks the same as Gears of War 1 and 2. But <laughs> That's not know, a bad thing. People quite like that, exactly. It's a solid yeah. game, plays well. So. It's dumb, but it's, you know, it's got big balls. What <laughs> <laughs> more do you want from a game? Exactly, Massive exactly. Uh, and then followed closely by FIFA and Pro Evo. So again, both football games. We have the review of FIFA going live next week. And Daniel, you've been playing it quite a lot. And without I think everyone's been a, playing it quite a lot. That's true. Without yeah, sticking yeah. a score on it, what would you say so far? Without sticking a score on it, I'd say it is a very, very good football game. Is it better than <laughs> last year? Don't is answer it, that. Because I can't answer that, can I? Yeah. 
No, you can't. I get no. assassinated, don't I? That's the deal. There is, yeah, the EA assassin is, is parked up over the road, currently training a gun on your <laughs> massive head. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you got the biggies after that. Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty go head-to-head um, at the end of October, beginning of November. Um, and I don't know. Call of Duty, I think, will win in terms of sales. Battlefield, I think, will probably win in terms of critical, uh, critical acclaim. acclaim. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's is just a recognisable name. I think everyone buys Call of Duty. Yeah. I think you're going to get parents buying Call of Duty because they just know Call of Duty as a name. It's just mm. associated with video gaming now in yep. the same way that Mario, you know, not necessarily, you don't necessarily play Mario, but you play video games. Oh, I play a bit of Mario, blah, blah, blah. Just play Call of Duty, play FIFA. It's yeah, such a one of those brand. big things. And then uh, other stuff coming out later towards the, uh, towards the end of the year. Um, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Personally, couldn't give two hoots, but Kezra is, you know, wetting her knickers over it. Um, big kind of Lord of the Rings style RPG mm. um, massive uh, and then 3DS we were saying uh, some 3DS games coming up Mario 3D Land and Mario Kart 7 so at last the 3D, 3DS gets some Mario love so there's a lot more games coming out than that but there's that's so kind many. of tip of the iceberg is there anything in particular that you think will just tank because there's so much there's saturation you know nobody can afford to buy all those games that's what it's, it's a similar thing to what uh, Kezra and I were talking about last week and she was saying the AAA game is basically getting rid of mediocrity and all games are going to become better and better but the problem is that many games you know I wouldn't be able to afford all those games um, if I could pick four of those well you know things like Need for Speed The Run I think that's going to suffer because it's an alright game but it's you know when you've got all these other AAAs around I don't know uh, and then Forza 4 as well. You know, Microsoft is, apart from Gears, it's their other big game. But, you know, I personally wouldn't buy that because I'd probably go and buy... What about know. something like Assassin's Creed? It's the third one. It's the third part uh, of Ezio's story. But yeah. do you think it'll do okay because it's a brand name and it's established as Assassin's Creed? I think Creed. It's, uh, it's one of those games that will probably do okay at launch but it will be a slow burner and that will sell consistently over the next kind of sort of six to nine months. Right. Uh, and for that very reason, it's like people have invested a lot of time and money in that franchise already. So they want to see how the story concludes and move on for Assassin's Creed 3. Will you be picking up any games between now and Christmas? Uh, I'm, I mean, I have my sights set on uh, Arkham City. I mean, that's that's only a couple weeks Looks away, amazing. right? amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being uh, being the big Batman fan that I am. So that's yep. kind of what I'm focused on. I'm, I'm Unfortunately... Uh, have very kind of limited time to enjoy that, so I kind of zero in on you know one or two titles. That's the only title I've got um, yeah. on yeah. my sites right now. But but like you said, most likely Call of Duty too. Again, yeah. just because of the the name, you know, yeah, value, and that requires you know? a, a a much smaller investment of time as well. Exactly. Yeah. But with some of those games, like you can't afford to buy them all. You can't. You don't have enough time to play them all. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that, yeah, a couple of others. Dark Souls. You know, that's a game that you'll need to invest on forty or sixty hours to get Skyrim, the most out of it. Skyrim, you could play for a couple of hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one that finished. I didn't mention, sorry, was Uncharted Three, which looks amazing. Yeah. Again, if if you're after a PS3 exclusive, I would heartily recommend that. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So, but listeners, yeah, let us know which kind of games and movies you're interested in buying between now and the end of the year. Uh, email address, as always, ignukfeedback, ign.com. Uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash ignuk, and facebook.com slash teamignuk. Nice. Are we are sending Eric off now? We are. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, think, I think before he leaves, though, he should do his... Um, now legendary uh, English accent impression. Oh, I don't uh, want to do that. Yeah, here, you did. No. Well, you give me so much grief over that every time we go out for a drink that I think the whole world should hear it. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Christine. Come on, Eric. It's a beautiful, beautiful Come accent. On. I love it. No, do it. No, no. Benedict Cumberbatch. What are you talking Say about? Why, why don't you introduce the next uh, segment of the podcast in your British accent? And the Which next is? segment is Listener FU. <laughs> is that really the name it of it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Listener FU. Okay. Listener FU. How was that? Was that British? That was British. Why, why, uh, maybe. Why, why don't you say, welcome to Listener F.U. Come on, Eric. I'm not very good at that. Okay, what, say what? Welcome, welcome Why don't you say you sound like you're a listener? Welcome to Listener F.U. This is oh, amazing. That's, 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 that's your own accent. <laughs> I just get louder when I do accents is what right. it is. I, wow. I can't see the accents. I get louder. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Eric. And Thanks, uh, it is indeed time to move on to Listener F.U. I have the first bit of feedback, um, and it's in several pieces, to be honest. Um, the first piece is from Robert O'Mahony, who says, um, with the zombie undead genre dominating video games, TV and movies at this moment, do you think the genre will eventually become bored and stale? If so, which genre do you guys think will come to the forefront next? 
Um, another one, Flam from Sydney asking the same thing, um, getting tired of zombies. Um, he says it doesn't see the appeal. And John, Johnny, Johnny O um, <laughs> says, I'm really burnt out, tired and bored of zombie games and zombie films. Me too. So what do we think? Boring. I think uh, magical uh, rainbow unicorns will be the next big thing. Yep. That's yep. the next Red Dead update. Yep. Yeah. Magical unicorn rainbow. It's going to be great. Horse. Looking forward um, to it. These things go in waves though. I think even, I think vampires are bigger than zombies right now. Yeah. Well, the thing is... Not inf- that many vampire games though. Infamous Tiger 2. Bigger or just yeah. taller? Inf- Infamous mm. two DLC is just going to be vampires take over the New is Orleans it? type city mm. in a, in a very similar way to the other Dead to Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Chris right. It goes in waves. It goes in cycles, and you can see these cycles if you want to by snipping out other films. Yeah. Vampires are around all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. They've never gone away. They're there in the eighties, throughout the nineties. Yeah. Uh, this, I think it's when people choose to emphasize them. What's your favorite vampire film? Ooh, um, by me. Lost Boys. I'm sure we've talked about this as well. Near Dark's a really good one. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think right. Merno's uh, Nosferatu. Oh, do you not like... Symphony de Grajon. Oh, my God. What a bunch of bellends. I can't speak German. Martin. Oh, that is good. That's one of That's one of the um, uh, did we answer his oh so what uh, oh yeah multicolored unicorns there you go that yep. is answering your question I believe uh, I've got an email from Thomas who says with the long list of games due for releasing the build up to Christmas if you had to choose only one game for your Christmas present what would it be and why uh, it doesn't have to be games that uh, are only coming out between now and Christmas it can be games that we haven't had so far so um, obviously we just spoke about the games that are coming out uh, in the next three months but for me it's Arkham City me too all the way me too. Um, for a Christmas present I think I quite like Skyward Sword mm. just because when I was 10 or 11 I remember getting Ocarina of Time on Christmas Day Yeah, so I'd almost try to relive that day yeah Very when happy when the Wii first came out um, I spent my entire Christmas playing uh, Twilight Princess and that was good times yeah it's, it's a good game to play on Christmas Day yeah it's, it's nice yeah I'm not going to say Arkham City because I'm just going to buy that anyway. Yeah. But for a Christmas present, Uncharted Three. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always naff all on TV on Christmas now. Playing mm. right. Well, yeah, you've al- already seen it. Yeah. Playing Uncharted. I, I, I know. I know. We've spoken about this before, but I do think that's a shame. I used to love Christmas TV or getting Radio Times and seeing, "Oh, that's yeah. going to be on." I used to do that. I used to and get highlights out. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's not just yeah, me. Yeah, no, I used to, no, no, I used to no. highlight, plan out my Christmas holiday. Well, I'd do the highlighter and then I'd get lots of bits of A4 and write it all down a schedule and I'd sellotape them all together so it was a big, long schedule. Brilliant. Did you it really? Was mental. Yeah. Oh my God. Mental. Right. Fucking dick. <laughs> absolutely mental. I actually think that's a great idea. I have to watch this and then wow. I can record this on yes. this video and record this on the video player in the other room. <laughs> and, now, and now what is there? There's just nothing on at Christmas, no, is there? It's yeah. just shite. You get the I'm Christmas still working specials. through the videos from 15 years ago. <laughs> Editing all the breaks. <laughs> but yeah, last year was very disappointing. So uh, was there a Doctor Who Christmas special? Yeah, but it was yeah, all yeah, rubbish. The, bloody it was the one with that shark. singer. Literally jumped the shark, didn't it? Hi team IGN I was wondering if Chris Tilly has got a girl or boy to wear his I'm fucking Chris Tilly t-shirt I made him for his 100th podcast Uh, I'm requesting photographic evidence if he's got someone to wear it while he's been getting it on and before you suggest it masturbating in front of a mirror while wearing it doesn't count that's Rich Has he seen that video as well? (laughs) Well have you got anybody else to wear it? No Oh, Next question (laughs) Oh bless Next question is from Alex Meehan and Alex is a girl not a boy. Um, she, she she says that in she the email. She won't still be so listening to this. Sounds quite pervy to, to make that clarification. But she says a bit of a newbie fan of the podcast, but she loves it. It's her comedy highlight of the week. Hurrah! And Not went, this week. <laughs> I wanted to ask you what has been your favourite art style in a game ever. Wow. Mine is Ooh. a battle between Okami, the newest reboot of Prince of Persia and Twilight Princess. What favourite art style? Art style. Mm. Okay. Quite like Limbo recently. Oh, I was yeah, going to say Limbo. Limbo. That's very, very, very stylistic. Um, and then I've totally forgotten it. Was what was the um, the platinum game on Wii called? Where you you go around and like the ultraviolet one that was in black and white oh, with yeah. red blood. Yeah, thingy. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, um, it's gone. Ah, that one. Yeah, um, the ultraviolet. <clears throat> so I, I was also Mad World. <clears throat> well done. <laughs> Edit out. Yeah, we'll edit all that out. Um, Nobody uh, will ever know we know nothing about games. <laughs> we do, but just I've got a shit memory. <laughs> I ter- terrible. terrible. Yeah. I also love Wind Waker. Yeah, I think it looks like, great. Still, it got loads. Uh, well, I think uh, I like that style on uh, on DS more. I think I think it right. really works for DS well. I like the cake level on Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion. Do you? Mm. 
I think that looks really beautiful. And we're talking nice. about kind of we're talking about art direction, really. I suppose, aren't we? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I like the whole, um, you know, little sisters, big daddy thingy. Bioshock. Yeah. Like the Art Deco. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, yeah. Very. Very, very distinctive. You and seen also, that in games, yeah, the way it carries on, on over that style in. Um, Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really stylish. I'll let you know that you're watching a Bioshock game, yeah. even if there was no other context there. Which yeah, the art direction for Irrational is brilliant in yeah. general. I've got an email from Joseph who says, um, I decided to watch Green Lantern and was not expecting much from what you guys were saying and the crap you have been giving it. But I have to say I kind of liked it. <laughs> Why do you guys dislike it so much? Because it's not um, very good. I didn't like... I thought the character was a bit wet. I didn't like the character, so I didn't care about him. Um, the, the the magic powers he's got, the superpowers he's got, where he can conjure up anything his mind can come up with, yeah. I just couldn't get my head round. Right. And it never seemed like he was really in any danger when he could just come up with literally anything. Yeah, yeah. I What's thought the, the villains were shit in it. Yeah. I, one of them was a bloke with a big head who looked ridiculous. <laughs> and the other one was a big... It was a big floating pile of shit, wasn't it, or something? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I was just very disappointed. I think that's You quite, were getting quite passionate there, Chris. Quite yeah. a compelling argument, yeah. yeah. Well, but, sure. but I think that's part of the problem, is I, don't, I think as a character in the comic books, I don't think he's very good, mm, personally. Enough. But it's a badly made movie as well. Yeah, there were yeah. like four better superhero movies this summer alone. Yeah. Hi! Hello. I'm Matthew Olsop. Quick mm. question, who has the most trophies stroke achievements in the IGN UK offices? I'm on trophy level 12! Do you know what? I don't track my trophies on PS3. <clears throat> I don't either. I think for Xbox Live, I've got something like 12,000 points, which mine's, ain't great. Mine's piss poor, yeah. Uh, but my excuse is that we tend to play a lot of our games on consoles. debugs in the office. So. That is a bloody good excuse. Can I use that one? Yeah. Thanks. How many has he got, Stu? 12. 12. 12. I've, got one, 12. I've got one more than that. Yeah. Have you? How many friends have you got? One more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Sorry, it's not a proper answer, Matt, but we're, we're just too stupid to know. Uh, I've got an email from Chris Watson. Who says, in last week's show, you named your favourite dinosaurs. However, you didn't actually name a dinosaur at all. <laughs> Keza named Archaeopteryx as a favourite. However, Archaeopteryx is not a dinosaur. It's the oldest known bird. I know some pretty old birds. Hey. <laughs> And the missing link between birds and their flightless ancestors. I believe it was Alex who names Pterodactyl as his favourite. What a fool. This is actually a pterosaur. Oh, God. There is no such thing as a flying dinosaur. And now on to Tom, who apparently knows everything about dinosaurs. Well, that fucking idiot doesn't. <laughs> uh, the pl pl I can't pronounce this. The Plesiosaurus. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Plesiosaurus. Plus the Plesiosaurus is just a marine reptile. There were no dinosaurs, which lived exclusively in water, though some would have gone into water for food. Hope you found this interesting. No. Well, I think you'd be very harsh. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was quite a good email. Um, yeah. Corrected. We were factually incorrect on a lot of them. <laughs> but I would say that's incorrect. that's probably a, a, a trend that goes throughout our podcast. What being factually oh, incorrect? Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why people listen to this podcast. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get picked up on having a do you think you saw us though. That that what yeah. that is a dinosaur. That is accurate. I think that was quite useful information. And We've know, just been. I know you have just ripped the piss out of Chris Watson, but yes. the good news is he gets a copy of Rift for his trouble. Well done. Well done, Chris. I, I am only joking. I'm, the only reason I'm doing it that way because I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, and everyone gets a copy of Rift thus far. That yeah, is true. Rifts uh, for well, all. Everyone who wrote in. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not everyone. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Everyone ever. Yeah. Do wonders for their sales, wouldn't it? So uh, that's it for Listener FU. Of course, don't forget, if you want to write in, you can. IGN UK feedback, IGN.com. Twitter.com slash IGN UK. Facebook.com slash Team IGN UK. So to finish this week's podcast, back over to the charts. Uh, and first, the games that are coming out this week. Well, there aren't many at all. Um, on uh, PlayStation Network, From Dust is finally coming yeah, out. Yeah, the Ubisoft game, the God Sim. Yep. Very good game, but you can yeah. control a big ball of dust, water. Didn't we do a review lava. on that ages ago? Yeah. Uh, well, For it's XBL. Out, it's, yeah, it's been out oh, on Xbox oh, Live and, come and out PC. PC since, and now oh, PSN. It's yep. nice, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Renegade Ops, which is uh, another download game from Sega, which is kind of an old-school shooter, which looks quite nice. Mm. But that's it. No, no other big games. Um, so... Rather, Keza's not here uh, for TGS, so instead, I got Dan Kilby to make his predictions for next week's charts. So he said... Oh, can we do it in the style of Dan? You do it in the style of Dan. There, there are his top three there. <coughs> I'll give it a go. So, so what's up, everyone? What? 
I've, uh... you, f- you forgot the Duke Nukem quote. What? Did you think I'd forgotten you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I thought I'd uh, do my top three games that I think are oh. going to be in the top three next week. Um, my top three games are like this. I think the third game uh, at number three <laughs> uh, will be uh, Resistance 3. Yeah. Uh, do, Dan. I, that's good to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought you're a PlayStation fanboy. Are you playing it and are you liking it? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's amazing. Right. Really, really good fun. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I think the number two game next week will be Driver. Really? Have you, have you played that at all? That No, I haven't played that. Oh, it's funny because like, I, I thought San Francisco might be the kind of place that you like to hang out. It's f- Yeah, what, whoa, hang on, man. What are you trying to say? I'm, I'm not trying to say anything. It's just like you like driving up hills, don't you? <laughs> 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 I, might, I, might, I might think the game that will be at number one in the charts next week will be Dead Island. Which is like zombies. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to keep a straight face. Uh, so, so Dan, yes, you're saying Dead Island number one, Driver San Francisco number two, and Resistance three number three. That's right. Yeah. Okay, we will come back next week and see how you did, uh, listeners. If you think you can do better than Dan, then please write in in hopefully in a slightly happier way. I have to go and do some marketing now. Bye, Dan. Thanks for coming, uh, Daniel. Hello. It's up to you to predict I'm doing the movies. The top movies. Ooh, so the, the, mo- the movies. Uh, do you want to talk about the movies that are coming uh, out before com- you make your predictions? Yeah, um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is yes. coming out soon. Benedict Cumberbatch. It's got an amazing British cast. It's got Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, Tom Hardy, Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. Tom Hardy is in everything. He is in everything. Yeah. Um, I've not seen that, so I can't say whether it's any good, but it's getting five-star reviews. Apparently it's, it's probably, really good. It's probably quite good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and the change up is coming out, which is a body swap comedy. Hmm. Comedy. Oh, is that mm. weird? Kind of. <laughs> um, starring Jason Bateman Jason and Ryan Bateman. Reynolds. Who's yeah. very nice, Jason Bateman, isn't he? He's, he's lovely. very nice. Yeah, I interviewed him last week. Yeah. He's, he's very funny. He's a funny man. Um, I asked him a question. His first answer was, that's a fucking shit question. Brilliant. What was, was nice it? Oh, I, I told him that. Where'd you get it, your ideas from? <laughs> Where'd you get your ideas from? Why are you so funny? <laughs> What's your inspiration? Say something funny. <laughs> Say something funny now. <laughs> um, yeah, the change-up. It's like... It, it, it's. No, I want to know what your question was. Oh, he said it was a shit question because I said this is like my third junket. It was my break the ice statement. I said, this is my third ever junket. And he went, don't mess it up. So I asked the question and he went, that was a fucking shit question. <laughs> and it was just like, why do you think body swap comedies are so popular? Oh, great question. No, it's, it's all right. It's serviceable. serviceable. Oh, let's re-edit the video so he says it's the best question in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's a body swap comedy, but a really crass one written by the writers of The Hangover. It's not very yeah. good. So, oh. um, yeah, in your face. If you diss Daniel, they'll diss your yeah, film. Diss your film. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so next week, I'm inclined to say in between is at number one, but I'm going to probably put it at number two. Just so it had a big drop off this week. Mm-hmm. I think it'll go to, slip to number two next week. In between us, number two. Number one. My number one will be the change up just because of the drawing power of Ryan Whoa. Reynolds. Oh, what? Above above Tinker Taylor? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You've got to think uh, yeah, about people. the mass market of Mass market, change up. Mm. J- Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Um. And most people probably won't understand Tinker Taylor, <laughs> from what I've been told. That is a massively sweeping generalisation, but I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, yes. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I so it probably won't get as wider releases. No, I change it. Are you kind of saying that people are stupid? Yeah. Although uh, yeah. he he was on um, Jonathan Ross, which is a good start. You know, yeah. Who was uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? And I think Gary Gary Oldman's been on uh, the One Show. So doing the press. Mm, oh. So Tinker Taylor number three. Okay. That might, really? be, that might be a grower, not a shower. <laughs> so you, uh, you think um, that film with Justin Timberlake is going to drop off completely? Yes. Okay. And Jane Eyre is nowhere to be seen? Nowhere to be seen at all. Or Jane Eyre is nowhere to be seen? Are you mocking me? Oh, I just understood you for the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I speak your language. <laughs> okay, right. Let's see how you do. Uh, listeners, please, please, please send us your suggestions. We will pop it up on Facebook and you can... Make the people who work for IGN look like idiots by being better than them. Yeah. 
It's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. That's it. That is it for this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. I did. I oh. thought this was wicked. Oh, it was good fun. And, and thanks to Eric from... <laughs> I thought it was bear sick, this. <laughs> bear hedge? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you to Eric for flying 5,000 miles just for, uh, what, 15 minutes on a podcast. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it's it. worth it. Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, uh, and if you like it, then please give us a good review on iTunes. And uh, we will be back same... I'm losing my pace a little bit here. <laughs> we'll be back same time next week. Until then, Goodbye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.